Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are happy to be in church, can you shout hallelujah? hallelujah. Can you look at somebody with this? God is going to bless you this morning. But he will bless me more than you. Praise the Lord. Can we be seated? I'm delighted to be in your midst. I want to thank God for this church. And especially because it's not a local church. It's indeed an international church. Praise the Lord. It's wonderful. And I trust that God will bless us this morning. I want to thank God for Pastor and his wife. They are a fantastic family. And over the years, they've kept pace with God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'd like to appreciate all the men of God and the women of God in the house, all leaders who are joining hands with them to make it happen. The Lord will strengthen you. You will finish strong. You will end up in the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Shall bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we look unto you today. The Bible says they looked unto you, their faces were brightened, and they were not ashamed. I'm asking that this moment you will speak. What can we do if you don't speak? I'm asking that today by the power of your word, there will be transformation. There will be lifting. The eyes of understanding will be opened. There will be enlightenment. I plead with you, Lord, by this word today, move us forward. Take us to next level. Let stagnancy be terminated. I also ask that those powers of darkness and forces of the enemy that hinder us from doing the right thing, that they will be broken today. That we will cease to major in minor. That we may concentrate on those things that will enhance our lives and destiny. I plead with you, Lord, that by this word today, the future of everyone, the secret to unlocking our future will be unveiled to us. That we might get the best from life. Father, we thank you. We'll give you glory. At the end, all glory will go to you. Let there be salvation. Let there be healing. Let there be enlightenment. Let the eyes of understanding be opened. Let there be deliverance. Let there be victory. Let there be answer to prayers. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. I, I want to talk to us this morning on the subject, Secrets of Unlocking Your Future. I want to say to everyone in the house that there's none who doesn't want to be great. There's none who doesn't want to prosper. Everybody desires a better life. How many of us here, you have gotten to a point you are satisfied, you are at your peak and you are happy? How many of us want to achieve more? How many want to be greater? And I want, how many want more money? <laughs> Hallelujah. And I want to challenge everyone in the house today that 
I want you to listen attentively. I prayed a prayer and I prayed it deliberately. Many times we talk of deliverance, deliverance. The greatest deliverance a man needs is the deliverance that makes him, that thing that makes you, you know this is the right thing but you don't do it. And I don't think anybody can be more demonized than a man who knows that if I do these things will change or I've been doing this same thing, I've never gotten a change and then you refuse to do something else. It is not possible for any man to get a better result from the same thing he has been doing. The reason you are not what you want to be is because you are not yet doing what you ought to do. The definition of success is knowing the right thing to do and doing it continuously. Simple and straight. So what I'm saying in essence is this. If you understand the secrets and you start to apply them, life will change for good. This is Canada. I'm sure you agree with me there is abundance in this land. If you are not a citizen, your rights are limited. But is it every citizen that is also getting the same thing? It's different. What each person is able to take is different. That's why we say life is in faces, men are in sizes. <laughs> so what you will get is how much you are prepared to get. The knowledge you have. There are some secrets that if you don't know them, you won't be able to tap. In fact, there are some blessings that are there for you as a Canadian citizen. But if you lack the knowledge of it, you will not tap into it. And that is exactly how life is. Dearly beloved. And I want to challenge everyone in the house. And I want us to look inward. I'm praying that the supernatural power of God will bring a revolution to our lives. Amen. That deliverance will come. Because all over, from place to place, I've come to see there is a demon that keeps people doing the wrong thing. Majoring in minor. Going the wrong direction. And they expect a change. I want to challenge everyone in the house. You see, the truth is this. God is a great God. There is so much abundance in the world. Like we know when God created the universe, before he made man at all, all that man will ever need, seven billion people are still not able to exhaust the resources. Hallelujah. And he was making one man at that time. That's the kind of God we are talking about. Please listen. If it is not happening, if you are not making progress, it is not anybody's fault. It's your fault. Hallelujah. Let me also say this. Nothing works by itself. People work things. The service of today did not work itself. It's not by the Spirit. It's the only God let there be service. And there was service. <laughs> A lot of things were done to make this service to be. Please listen. I like to say that if you want success, you have to work it. There are certain things you must be doing. Now, what you are today is the product of what you sowed yesterday. If what you have today is not satisfactory, it means what you sowed yesterday was not sufficient. 
Wisdom demands that you sow more today or do more today. Do better today so tomorrow can be better. There's no gainsaying. There's no magic about it. And so if you are not satisfied with your life, if it looks as if what you are getting is not sufficient, it means you are not doing enough. Or you have not gotten the right thing to do. Praise the Lord. And it's my prayer that something will change in us. There will be a permanent deliverance today. Because many times I've seen people, I've seen people under my leadership, I've seen people in various places all over the world, you've told them over and over and over again, but it is the opposite they are doing. I'm praying there will be deliverance for everyone in the house. Life is simple and it can be very simple. You can be a cheap winner. Hallelujah. You can have sweatless progress, continuous advancement. Lines can fall upon lines to you. You can have a goodly heritage. As far as God is concerned, the goodies are there. As far as, as Canada is concerned, the blessings are there. Am I right? There are people who are making hundreds of thousands on a monthly basis. Some are making millions. So it is not distributed equally, but the resources are there for all. All it takes is you are a citizen. Am I right? Even they accommodate non-citizens. But what each person will get is according to the knowledge he has and the capacity. It's what we call capacity development. Please hear me today. If a plane is supposed to carry 300 and decides to carry 600, if it takes off at all, it's going to crash. You can never, never carry beyond your capacity. So if you want to, you want more, you want more of the blessings, you need bigger capacity. It's my prayer that there will be a preparation in the name of Jesus. In Genesis chapter 1, when God made the first man, he gave him an assignment, blessed him, and the duty for man was to go, replenish the earth, have dominion, subdue it. Dominion means have it as you want it. Hallelujah. And from that scripture, the fact that God blessed man, every potential things for greatness was imbued into him. Everything. Praise the Lord. How to tap into the resources on earth. Every blessing, everything that can make us great and mighty, they're already there. Hallelujah. I'd like to say, as this year is rounding up, I want you to do an evaluation. I read the, I mean, let's just read that Genesis first, very quickly. Chapter 1 from 26. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him. Male and female created him. And God blessed them. Hallelujah. And the meaning of blessing is God giving order to everything he has created to work in your favor. That's blessing. So the potentiality for greatness was put into man by that pronouncement of the Almighty. So I want to say you are blessed. Amen. All it takes for you to shine 
is available. The plan of God for you is greatness. In Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of peace, not of evil. To give you an expected, to give you hope and a future. Which means in the plan of God, there's a future for you. Bright and great future. The Bible says the path of the righteous man will shine brighter and brighter unto what? Unto a perfect day. Which means in the plan of God, you must make progressive progress. Hallelujah. It's not in the plan of God that you are stagnated. It's not in the plan of God that you move backwards. It's not the plan of God that you become bankrupt. It's not the plan of God that you are sorrowful. Hallelujah. He wants joy for you. He wants you successful. He wants you to be full of, I mean, he wants you to make progress. You see, each day you wake, how should we feel? Lord, you are wonderful. No, there should be a joy that wells up. That is, God is too good. It's as if God is for me alone. Hallelujah. Because you can see that everything is working. I prophesy, everything will work in your favor. Amen. In Psalm 68, just like to just bring a few points very quickly. Psalm 68, verse 19. He says, blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Now, I want you to note, I, I want to plead with you as this year is rounding up. Now, what we read from this scripture, I want to make a little analysis. The meaning is that on a daily basis, God in heaven releases some things. But is it everybody that corners what he says? Every day there are benefits that are released. Which means benefit on a daily basis for 365 days. If you can corner every benefit, then your life will not be the same. And I want you to pray that before this year round off, every blessing with your name attached will reach you. Amen. Nothing will hang in the balance. Amen. And that from now till you go to the grave, you will, you will actualize Amen. every benefit that God loads with. Amen. And these benefits are just multifaceted. Good health, healing, deliverance, wisdom, understanding, light. They are daily released. But how many understand how to trap them and get them? Praise the Lord. You know you can have money in the bank. If you are not knowledgeable, you might never withdraw it. I never withdraw it. I'm sure you understand what I'm saying now. I never withdraw it. And that's where the issue of the secret comes in. Ephesians chapter 1 and 2 Peter chapter, chapter 1 to Ephesians 1. The Bible makes us understand from verses uh, 3 to 4. You see that everything we need, we are, we are blessed. It says, blessed be the, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed us. Please listen. Every physical blessing emanates from the spiritual blessing. Now, this is a secret that many don't understand. 
When we talk about spiritual things, we say, well, we are talking of success, we are talking of money, we are talking of spiritual. But the Bible says he blessed us with all spiritual blessings. The spiritual controls the physical. Everything you see physically first emanated in the realm of the unseen. Praise God. He's blessed us. Amen. Now, let's go to Second Peter. Then we'll get something there. Second Peter. Chapter 1. Let's read from verse 2. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. He says, according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Hallelujah. All things. The scripture, the Bible says, in 1 Corinthians, it says, all things are yours. But do we have all things? Do we actualize them? Do we undermark them? Every year they say the government has a amount. What they amount is useless to you. It's what you undermark that is important. <laughs> Am I right? They amount and undermark, they are two different things. So it is possible for you to amount it. You had it, but you never handled it. I prophesy you will not just amount, you will undermark. That's just the thing. Because how much government votes each year is irrelevant to you. Like we say, it's not how much you earn that is important. It's how much you retain. Western world has a way of collecting as much as possible. May God help you to retain from today. Amen. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Now let me now say this. That scripture says he has blessed us. According as his power has given unto us. Given unto us. Not that he will give us. He has given unto us. So we have to know how do we actualize. That's just the truth. Because while you are grumbling, somebody is smiling to the bank. While you are grumbling, somebody is giving God a wiper. <laughs> you understand now? Just waving his hand and he's, he, he's just happy. While you are grumbling, somebody is always smiling. I'm prophesying in the name of Jesus that tide will change. Amen. You will no longer be among the grumblers. Amen. Do you know it is the frustrated that grumble? This government, this people, and this one, they are always grumbling. <laughs> but I prophesy the wind of change upon your life. The blessings of God will flow to your life. So no more grumbling. given unto us. But where is it? Because we don't all, I mean we don't agree with the fact that we have to go for it. I'm praying you will start to go for it. Amen. If you don't go for it, it doesn't change God. It doesn't move God. You can be angry. Some even cause God. God is still on his throne. Some people have caused him over 2,000 years ago. He's still God. Causes cannot reduce God. Even if ordinary, we believers, he says no enchantment against Jacob, no divination against Israel. He said you cannot cause him that is blessed. Not to talk of God the Almighty. 
sits in heaven, makes the earth his footstool. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The all powerful. So, what I'm saying in essence is this if you are not satisfied, it's your fault. Tell the person next to you, if you are not satisfied, it's your, it's your fault. <laughs> if we will take responsibility for our life, something will change. Amen. Remember, sometimes in our life, laboring in both worlds, but nothing to show. One time I had to tell God, I want to see something. I must have something to show from this that you have told me to do. And I began to pray. I began to act. You see, today, from today, something will change in you. I want you, I, I want you to just be angry inside. I want something to turn in you. Because we have blamed the devil and others too long. Take responsibility. It is the grandmother of your mother. It is the this, this, or this. It is the, you know, we are easy. And listen to me. Every time you have something to blame, what you are saying, it cannot change. Except that person stops. Why should somebody, your destiny be in the hand of somebody? Your destiny is in your hand. Oh, some say, it's the devil. He's been resisting me. Until you get angry and walk out of the devil. You are the one that promoted him. He was supposed to be under your feet. I saw Satan fell from heaven like lightning. Hallelujah. He said we would tread on serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy. Luke chapter 10, 19. He says, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. When did the devil graduate to start pursuing you? Until you turn back and bring him under. Take responsibility from today. I hope you understand. Listen, it's not with God. It's not with the pastor. I'm sure some people are working, some people are built in the life of this ministry, they become millionaires. They stop to be, uh, what do we call it, staff. They are now owners of businesses. You can change your lot. You can be angry with the adversary. Stop blaming anybody. My uncle didn't send me to school. He's dead and gone and rotten. It's your responsibility to do something about your life. If we sit today, we can go from place to place. You see that God has a lot for us. In Luke chapter 13, from verses 6 to 9, there we see a secret. And the secret is this. It says the owner of the garden came to the garden and found that there was no fruit. And he was angry. He said, pull it down. Why cumber it in the earth? And the dresser said, give it one more year. If after one year it doesn't bring forth again, then you can cut it down. You know the meaning? It means on a yearly basis, there must be progress in your life. Because God will have said, no, there can't be progress in one year. Give it seven more years. I prophesy from today, you will never know a better last year. Every year, there must be progress. And I say to you, I want you to make up your mind and mark it in your spirit, man. Where I am this year is not where I will be next year. Something must change. It doesn't happen by itself. It's not a bird flu. <laughs> Something must be done. And the day you change your actions, then you are sure to get a different result. Hallelujah. If you go to Psalm 115 verse 14, 
in the plan of God, God wants you to be one, I mean, 10,000 times greater than what you are. Can you imagine 10 times, 10,000 times greater than where you are now? Is that not going to be something else? Even Canada will get. They will agree that someone has come. Am I right? If you are 10 times greater than what you are now, in knowledge, in understanding, in resources, hallelujah. In bank account, that's the plan of God. And it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 1, 10 and 11 tells us, no, better. It says, the Lord your God hath multiplied you, and behold, ye are this day as the stars of the heaven for multitude. Verse 11. The Lord, your, the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times. Hallelujah. I prophesy that shall be your portion. Amen. That shall be your portion. Amen. You will see God at work Amen. and the Almighty will glorify in your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, if you must get delivery of this, there are mysteries. When, we talk, when you say something is secret, when it becomes revealed, it's no more secret. Amen? So, there are secrets and secrets are mysteries. And I want to say this before I go because at times we've had them before. But that demon, that force that will not make us make progress, it will do the opposite. This that I want to say, maybe you've had before. But I'm praying, my prayer today is that something will well up in you that will force you to do them. And then you will see God in action. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isaiah 22. It says, And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, so he shall open, and no one shall shut, and he shall shut, and none shall open. Matthew 13, 11. The answer I said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. I like to say that for you as a child of God, if you are not yet a child of God, you are in the house today, you will become a child of God. Amen. It's a privilege to hear these mysteries. And when they are on your fingertips and you act accordingly, then you get the blessings of the kingdom. All that he has blessed us with will become your portion. Then you can discover that life can be simple. Life is not cumbersome. God is not a taskmaster. Hallelujah. And it's my prayer that from today, these things will open to you. Amen. Secret means mysteries. That makes a man not to struggle in life anymore. A stress-free life. A triumphant breakthrough on earth. Mysteries, secrets, keys makes a man to be in cheap control, hallelujah, of the issues of life. 
You understand these mysteries? You understand these secrets? You apply them. You, just, you are just scaling heights. You are moving from one level to another. But when we don't understand, that's when people struggle. I'm sure everybody in the Western world will understand the more you do, the less you see. Some people think it's hard work. So you get the first job. Some people even pride. I'm doing three jobs. You are in triple slavery. <laughs> That's the secret. That's just the truth. It's not about how much job you do. I hope you know the more you do, the higher the tax, the less you get. But there is a way God can make you a cheap winner. There are secrets. You see, but when it is said, it looks too, I don't know, some people think it can be true. It can be true. And you know it is wisdom. If you've tried your way, you've done it maybe 20 something years, you've been doing it. And the result you are getting is not commensurate. Why don't you just try another? That is wisdom. Do you agree with me? I'm praying that wisdom is what each one we apply today. Because when we say it, we look at it, it can't be true. What has church got to do with this? <laughs> you are forgotten it's what he releases, we gather. He closes his eyes, we are dead men. A man can receive nothing except he be given from above. Above his head and abroad. <laughs> you understand? That's the secret. That's just the truth. So if he releases for man to God, then let me link with him so I can, I can get, I can grab. I pray that you will start to grab from today. <laughs> Supernaturally. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you get this secret, something changes in you. Praise the Lord. With this secret, The fish will vomit the coins in it for you. It's a secret. I hope you know there are some things you can't explain. So we say it's just a divine coincidence. That's the kind of coincidence I like in my life. Let it keep coinciding. <laughs> you say, go to the sea and go and catch a fish. The first fish you catch, take it out. God is in charge of everything he created. So I'm, I'm sure maybe somebody, some money fell into the sea sometimes and a fish thought it was meal, swallowed it. And God said, yes, reserve it there. And he didn't allow it to be excreted because there's an appointed time. I want you to understand he knows the beginning from the end. He's the God that can rewind the life and fast forward it. So he already had in mind what that coin will be for. So on that D-Day, God gave order, fish, open your mouth, take the bait. The exact fish that had the coin. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. The fish holding your coins, holding your money, holding your prosperity will be caught by you. Now, now listen, do you know the same Peter sometimes earlier I toiled all night and caught nothing. It's not about labor. The race is not to the spirit. Not to men of understanding. It's not about struggle. We read it. We have heard it. But we still struggle. 
Because we think that's how it should be. A man must walk. Man must walk. So you must walk. I want to say to young folks, please learn this secret early. And you'll be superstar above your fellows. The people you don't know will serve you. You call one seven, we answer. Their secret, they work, they've been tested and proved. Hallelujah. And you just discover things are working. And from today, things will work for you. Amen. The God who releases for man to gather will release in your direction. Amen. You will not labor in vain. Little effort, much result. Amen. That's what it takes when we understand this secret and we apply them. And I prophesy from today, you will never be the same again. Amen. Hallelujah. In Isaiah chapter 35 verse 10, this is what will become your portion. Amen. You'll be like this. It says, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sign shall flee away. This is the heritage of any man who understands this secret and apply them. Now, let me ask a question. What is the use of a key that you are holding in your hand and you are standing before the door? What is the use? Look at my key. You are announcing it. This is my key. And you are at the door. You are not entering. It's useless. Keys are meant to open. I pray you will apply these keys. Amen. Now, you know you don't have to speak in tongues. This morning, they didn't speak in tongues to enter this place. They don't need it. We are talking about you are the light of the world. Many people make, spend so much energy. There are certain secrets. And even in the physical, we see them. But in the spiritual, we still behave as foolish. Many people are binding the devil, commanding darkness to go. When the answer to darkness is light, turn on the light and darkness will flee. But it is darkness we are fighting instead of shining the light. The, the man of God that led us in the Sunday school said, if you come in the night and you come inside and you sit, you'll be in darkness. But when you go to the switch, so simple, pen. Now, if you argue, if you're angry, I say, how can simply pressing this bring light? And you argue and you flex your muscle and you are angry. And you can even be telling the, 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 the switch, you may just put it you and will give me light. No, no, no. That is too simple to be true. You will be in darkness. And that is the secret, that's the issue we are talking about. If you know this secret and you argue with the secret, it can't be true. And you are doing contrary to the secret, you will not get the blessing. And the secret will be on its own. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the bulbs are there. The energy is there. It's waiting to work. If you don't let it work, oh, praise God. The light will say, praise God. <laughs> it doesn't utilize me. This is the, I've, I've laid this foundation Whatsoever I can say among the secrets, I will mention them. But I want your attitude to change. By the grace of God, from Tuesday, the special meeting is starting. Hallelujah. You get more there. 
Because that man is a wonderful man. Praise God. Highly wired. <laughs> That's just the truth. Highly wired. He's contagious. He himself is contagious. So, if you refuse to come, you won't get the blessing. There's a difference between the anointing in the house and the one inside it. I want you to understand me. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. There are two different things. You see, this Western world civilization and the advancement has so made some people one kind. They say, don't worry, I'll get the CD. I'll get the CD. Get the CD. We are two or three are gathered together in my name. There I am in their midst. It will be you alone at that time. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm using that to say something to you. You see, these secrets, they make your face to shine. They release dividend to you. You become a cheap winner. When others are cast down, you say there is what? There's, there is a lifting for you. The, the fig tree may not blossom. Hallelujah. There might not be fruit in the fig. But you will be praising God. If you prosper when everybody is prospering, it's not a miracle. When it is tough. When it is difficult. When people are not able to eat food. That's when you are buying land. That's the miracle. That's the miracle. So I'm trying to say this is your time. You only need to have the keys. You need to understand the secrets, the mysteries. Apply them. You will shine. Man can say there is a limit. God says there is no limit. Yeah. Ephesians 3.20 Our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think. This God is too loaded. Even when he's making promises he speaks with big mouth. He doesn't do anything small. He can do exceeding abundantly above what you ask. I thought it should be only when we ask. Even our thoughts, he answers them. That's why when you refuse to be a praying man, you are surcharging yourself. Then people don't pray. Some people are every other thing. They can talk to people. When you are talking to God for one hour, they say, what are you saying? What are you saying to God? What are you saying to God? But they know how to gist and jest. May you start majoring in major. Amen. Let me just take, within the time I have, a few of the secrets. Please listen. They work. They work. They have been tested in the fire seven times. They are everlasting. Listen. Any of these truths, for it to fail, God must first fail. It says, not a jot of my word will go unfulfilled. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. He says, it's easier. Hallelujah. For heaven and earth to pass away than for a single word to fail. The meaning is this. Heaven is his abode. It means there can be a coup that will displace God. And he has failed in heaven. Then something will remove his footstool on earth. So he said, his legs are no longer on earth. He's no longer having authority on earth. Then the word of God will fail. But is it possible? That's why I know that I know that I know that these secrets will work for you. Amen. Something is about to change in your life. Amen. And you will never be the same again. Amen. 
Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Second Chronicles 26, 4 to 5. Let me just read that. It's a preparation. These secrets, when you understand and apply them, please, you have to keep learning. You keep learning. Now, because, listen, whatsoever you know now will be sufficient for the level you are now. To move to next level, you have to know more. You have to do more. And then you keep on making progress. That's why somebody like Paul was never stagnated in life. He said that I may know him. And the power of his life. He said the things that are gone, I've forgotten them. I look forward to something new. You must be a learner. Hallelujah. Learning. Never get tired. Are you 40 years yet in the Lord? Reading the Bible 40 years? Born again 40 years? Don't get tired. Billy Graham is still reading the Bible. Kenneth Higgins for 60 years of ministry was still reading the Bible. And you keep on, it's coming alive every day. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What did I say? Second Chronicles. Yes. Chapter 26. Let's see 4 to 5. It says, that's talking of Uzzah now. King Uzzah. He became king at 16. King at 16. So young folks, you have a great destiny. If you understand secrets, if you understand these mysteries, your greatness will start as a little boy. Amen? Because there is a God who walks in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He says, starting from verse 4 now, he says, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did, and he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Here lies the first secret. Secret number one, God-mindedness. God-mindedness. I know that looks awkward. In the generation of today, it looks awkward. What has God got to do? This man, as long as he sought God, God made him to what? To prosper. God make you a global champion. Somebody that will hit global news. The secret number one is to let your heart look to God. Hallelujah. I want you to be informed today. God did not create a world where you will be irrelevant. At any point of your life, where God is second class, you start going down. May God let this dawn on us. Hallelujah. This young boy at 16 was seeking God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, as long as he was seeking God, God was prospering him. I see one man here today. I see one young boy. I see one young girl. Who is not going to be following what others are doing? Who is going to begin to look for God? Who is going to be hungry for God? Who is going to be running after God? Who is going to create a heart for God? Because he's the creator. 
Bible says promotion does not come from the south. It doesn't come from the star uh, from the east. It doesn't come from the west. He didn't talk of north, which means the geographical location of heaven is north. Hallelujah. <laughs> it comes from above. He's the promoter of man. He says, you will remember the Lord your God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Don't ever become rich or prosperous and you forget me. That's why in the Ten Commandments, I want you to be informed. Some people say, well, we are not under the commandment. We are not under the commandment. We are under the commandment. And I will explain what I mean by that. <laughs> Some people think God has changed his mind. All he wrote in the Ten Commandments is still what he's living by. Go and read it. All the first four is about love for God. The last six is love for man. Jesus said, I've not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. What Christ came to do is to make it workable. Is to make it possible for you to love God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your strength. And then to be able to love man. That's why he made the sacrifice on the cross. Remove the cross so you can link up to the blessings of Abraham. That's why you cannot sit on the last lap and end up in the bosom of Abraham. The two don't go together. We are not under the law. What did the Bible say? There is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Is that the end of the story? No condemnation because I'm born again? No! Because you don't walk after the flesh, but you walk after the spirit. The law of the spirit of life has delivered me from the law of death and sin. No condemnation is not to all. After salvation, you must live right. So, God is passionate. He has not changed his mind. He's jealous. He doesn't want anything that will compete with your, your, will compete your attention with him. That's why if your husband becomes your God, God will rock your boat. And vice versa. My wife, my wife. My wife says we should not be in church anymore. <laughs> then she has become your God. You say, why? We walk out on you very soon. After God, then your wife. Then your husband. Am I right, people of God? So anything that competes with God's attention in your life is a God. Is an idol. Get this secret. What do we see in our time? You want to clock at work. So as to get more money. And no matter what is happening, no matter the song, it's like a noise in the mouth of a vendor when the pastor is speaking. No matter what he said. Walk, 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 walk. More money, more Canadian dollars. More hours to clock. Even when God challenges you, you excuse it away. This is why many are running away from their blessings. 
Nothing must compete with God in your heart. Can you clock out of work because you just want to pray? Listen carefully. I tell people once, one secret. Let me tell you this. You've been walking that walk and you are still grumbling. All the years you've been walking the walk. You have been very good. Acting. If I you are not, they'll throw you out. Yet you are not getting what you are getting. Why don't you clock out for three days? And say, Lord, I want to seek you. Yet at the end of the month, it will be lesser, less income. But then heaven can open over you. God can say something to you. God can give you instruction. He can lead you. He can incline his heart to your prayer. And then you are amazed. But walk, walk, walk. Even walk, walk, walk doesn't even allow us to have time for God. In fact, God, I know you understand. In this nation, you know, I said you are educating God as if he doesn't know what Canada is. Before Canada was. I'm talking from a deep body. I've moved over the world. I've talked to people. I've been on for decades. I've seen lives, people struggling. I see people not following the secret. And then they come back and they are, they are complaining. I remember somebody 23 years ago. This is the 24th year. Our ministry started. This is a young man, graduated. There were about five or seven of them. And I... Remember then, now I want you to understand something. Everybody is of like passion. You know what they said about Elijah? He was a man of like passion. Somebody who goes to the toilet like you, who can be tired. Somebody who had 24 hours a day. Hello? Somebody who is subject to the law of the land. Everything you can think of. I want you to know that I'm a man of like passion. Pastor is a man of like passion. Madame is a woman of like passion. All of us. Nobody has 26 hours. So I used to tell them <laughs> these secrets some 24 years ago. But there will be question upon question like that. You know, when people ask you questions, the same question is because they refuse the answer you have given. <laughs> the same question. <laughs> but the meaning is, well, you've said it, but we don't agree. I'm saying Unfortunately, today, the same question is being asked. This man was almost at the verge of, of, of losing out completely. And when we started, huh? not a plot of land, the greatest treasure we had was a 505 car. That was all. And I was teaching. You won't prosper because you are teaching the word. You only prosper when you do it. And after 23, 24 years, where I was is not where I am. I taught it, I applied it. The man that was having rhetoric questions, is he having the questions today? Do you understand what I'm saying now? I, I'm praying, I, sincerely from the depth of my heart, I'm praying that nobody will shrug this off. Amen. That this that you are hearing, God, you see, and in another three years, you will look back and you will rejoice. Is certain, it's as sure as life. Teach it, teach it, teach it, teach it, teach it. What kind of student will you be 
you learn and you keep learning and you are not applying, it's not good. So from today, I want you to, pre- to create a yearning for God. More time for him. Show him you love him. You want to know him. Nobody is too young. I was under 16 when I met him. And no counselor, no nothing. We were, we were digging it from the Bible by ourselves. And we were followed up by the Holy Spirit. I want you to understand something. You see, while others are retiring, you are just starting. Because at 75, God took Abraham and said, I'm going to show you, make you a showpiece. (laughs) 75 is supposed to be when life is winding down. Please listen to me. It's not little. You might have lost a lot. There's a God who gives grace to pursue, overtake, and recover. The years the canker worm, the palmer worm, the caterpillar, the locusts have eaten. He said he will restore fourfold. If you are tired, if you've known that all you have worked did not, it didn't work, your two plus two never became four. Now try this. Just become passionate with God. I, I see, because I've worked with God and I've been around for a little while, I've seen people, you understand? While somebody was not following, some, some others, those who were following, God raised them. God raised them. God made them mighty. I remember a young man who struggled, who traveled almost all over the nation. And they, you, know, you know, there are some things you are doing. Your home will have cracks. I want to talk about your future. Let me digress. Your children are part of your future. Hallelujah. If you don't give them attention, if you don't follow the secret from the word and do it right now, you might bite your finger in future. So why some people are running? My work, my work. You know work has already disintegrated some families. The madam is busy. The husband is busy. Some people don't know they have evil eye for money. If everything is money, 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 money. The Bible says we came to the one with nothing, we shall return with nothing. Is it not food or raiment? Hallelujah. There's more to life than that. And this young man would travel and everything, he can, um, no room to see his children or the wife trying to make, and he wasn't making anything. You know, you can run all over the world. If God doesn't release to you, you won't gather anything. And then one day he came to me. You know, we've been preaching, telling them, these are the secrets we know. But you know, they are not schoolboys. You can't cane them. You can't force them. Your duty is to say it. And do it yourself. So you can become a testimony of what God can do. So he came up to me and said, I think now I want to give God chance. I want to give God time. I'm going to go off all this. Even if I will perish. Let me perish. Young man. With all the labor, he couldn't buy a spoke. No spoke. His rent was also, you know, having a problem. And you can't pay rent, you can't pay NEPA, you can't pay bills, you can't pay anything. Then you are just an exhibit. <laughs> and then he came to me. And he said, from now, I think I'm going to cut off all this going up and down. I think I'm tired. <laughs> but you know, it is wisdom. To learn from the, those who have researched. You don't have to research it. If he had had earlier, he wouldn't have, life would not have beaten him. You know? 
pane beaten like a dented vehicle. And he said from now. And he sat. Ah, where would the love? God is great. Eh? It would be a traveling man for to go and be selling some products in the north. And you know all the devastations in the north. He escaped on a few occasions. Thank God for God. And then he came. He said, yes. I think I want to say too. <laughs> and I prayed with him. He said, that's good. I know my heart was saying, well, I wish you had done that earlier. <laughs> Listen to me. God is great. What you are looking for in America is inside your, the pocket of your trouser. It's there. Just dip on and pick it. This young man I'm talking about now, he has his own business. He's now a supervisor. The kind of job he has been going all over the world, going up and down, wasting his life and energy. Now he has the same again, in addition to his own personal work. Now he's just supervising, and they gave him a, a, a wonderful car. Everything, the wind of change blew. Hallelujah. Please hear me, I plead with you. Give God a try. Open up. Improve your relationship with God. Create time to pray. Read the word of God. Come to church. It's a blessing in church. He said we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. The house of God is like a mechanic workshop where he overhauls us. You know, if your car, you keep riding it, you are not doing any servicing. The oil will lose viscosity. If it is using, uh, I mean, these days, they don't use a uh, contact set anymore. It's injector. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? And when the injector fails, you hear the It's as if you are using your chest to move the vehicle instead of it moving you. Now, every time you are not in the house of God to be overhauled, life will be hard. Hard. But when you are in the house of God, it services you so you can go into the marketplace. So you get somewhere, they look at you. While others are creative around, they are fighting. While they are angry, they see you, you are beaming with smile because you are being in his presence. Then you become a testimony. Then you can shine your light. He overhauls you in the church so you can go to the marketplace and become an example. When you forsake it, you'll be drabby. Now listen, every one of us here, if the mechanism of your body is working correctly, there is the kidney will be doing what? Every toxin, taking it out. Woe betide that man whose kidneys are no more functioning. If you don't allow God overhaul you in the house of God, doubt starts setting in. That's where all these things we call adultery and steps in. Evil eye for money, ability to change issues, to falsify things. But when you're in the house of God, the word of God reaches you. Your kidneys work. I'm not talking physical kidney now. <laughs> it filters out everything that should not be there. Hallelujah. And you are intact. You are brilliantly okay. You are sharp upstairs. You have a, a focus. You are strong. When the enemy wants to collide with you, it will break into pieces. But when you are not in the house of God, you are not overhauled by God. So, some people don't come to church. And listen to me. Most of those who come to who don't come to church, who look at church as well, Sunday, Sunday medicine. I pray you'll be delivered today. Amen. You only appear on Sunday. So God is like a supermarket. You pick and choose. The truth is that it's not that they are busy praying at home. 
It's not that they are busy reading the word. Listen carefully. And I stand before God till I go to the grave. The greatest passion in my heart is to know him more. Is to serve him better. Is to work with him. I've come to understand God is sweet. What the world, what job can give you, what energy and labor can give you, God will give you. Amen. He will shield you. Now, now, the dividends are many. He daily loads us with benefits. Do you know deliverance is part of it? They don't back your car. They don't back another person's car. Before you get to the place of evil, evil has gone, you are late there. Or you have just left before it arrived. It's part of the benefits. Part of the benefit is while others are spending so much on medicals, the God of heaven keeps renewing your strength like the eagles. A lot of benefits. And you know something? I don't know if it's only one secret. I've just mentioned the rest and go. Let me say this to you about God. Second Corinthians 3, verse 18. He says, we all as in a glass, beholding, hallelujah. Every time you go to God, you are in the house of God, hallelujah. Every time you kneel before him, every time you hold the word of God, the perfect mirror of liberty, every time you sit down and you are just saying, Lord, I adore you, you are just too beautiful, you are wonderful. Like the, the choristers sang for us today, led us in worship. And you are boosting the morale of God, if I am permitted to use that word. And just looking at him, this God is so high, yet he has regard for the lowly. The God who did not derive his life from any, the ancient of days, the unlimited in scope and in capacity, the God that killeth and maketh alive, the man of war, who can use 21 billion different ways of winning the same battle, the God that cannot be stopped, the God that cannot be stopped, when he opens, no man can shut, when he shuts, no man can open. He kills, he makes alive. He raises the poor and makes him to sit among princes. He's the one that makes the barren to be the mother of seven. Hallelujah. The only potent, the mighty God. All eyes look to you. You release, we gather. You close your eyes, we are but dead men. The man of war. Jehovah. The Lord Most High. Jesus Christ. The second person of Trinity. The, the rose of Sharon, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the express image of God, Emmanuel, God with us, the way, the truth, the life, the only potentate, the one that was there when God said, let's find the earth upon the waters, the ancient of the by whom all things were made without, nothing was made that was made. The soon coming king, our king, our helper, our sustainer, our judge, our advocate, our high priest, the lifter up of our head, the one who who is all in all, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the one who had been before Abraham was. And you start, you know what is happening? You are beholding him. Who you behold is who you become. He says, but we all, with open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed. So every time you are refusing to be with God for a whole week, you didn't say hello to him. There are people, they come to church once a while, but God is saying, hi, long time no see. Long time no see, long time. Do you understand the meaning of that? 
Yes, but I was in joy today because it's a long time no see. Because there is a personal fellowship he expects from you. How long ago? How long ago? Why you don't show up for God? How do you want God to show up for you? This is the secret. It's a major secret. It's the greatest key. God first. Other things can go to blessings. And those who say if I perish, I perish, never perish. When God be number one in your life, then you'll be number one in his life. When you honor him with your presence, your time, your energy, your resources, your everything, your service, then God will honor you again. That's how it works. It's a major secret. Uzziah, as long as he did what? He served the Lord. God made him to prosper. He did the thing that was right in the sight of God. God made him to prosper. This secret of all secrets. And I want to challenge everyone in the house today. Is God saying long time no see? How long will something change? With, with this single, um, this single secret. Because you know what? <laughs> Many times you are talking with somebody and you say, Oh, I see, I see. What are you seeing? I'm talking. What I'm saying is not visible. <laughs> Am I right? But there's a secret in Abaco chapter 2. He says, I will watch and see what the Lord will say. Why should we see what he says? The meaning is I will have understanding. When, uh, what's his name? Uh, the man that spoke to the utopian eunuch, Philip. The man said, how can I understand? Except somebody does what? I want to inform you this day. Every time you draw to God, you have understanding. You are enlightened. You know, you can just hear a voice telling you, no, start doing it. Move this way. Don't remain in that way. Start this. And that instruction will make all the difference. I plead with you in the name of the Lord today. Let something change about you. Draw to God. Learn about him. Love him. Be passionate about him. Draw to him. Hallelujah. He doesn't change, but he can change all things. He's mighty. He said, then will you go and seek me? Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29, 13 and 14. You will come to, you will go and seek me. And then you will search for me diligently. And then you will find me. When you draw to him, your faith will grow. And that is the currency that is tenable in heaven. Hallelujah. They don't use Canadian currency in, in heaven. Praise God. It's not pounds, sterling, or dollars. The currency is faith. Faith is that with which you translate or you draw from the invisible to the visible. All the things that are locked up, all the blessings, the things he has loaded us with, you only can draw them by faith. And he says, in drawing to God, hallelujah, and he will draw to you, he will empower you, he will strengthen you, he will make a way for you, he will make you a chief winner, then you will never be, a, you will never see a better last year. Lines will fall upon lines unto you. And then you will have goodly heritage. Can somebody shout hallelujah?
The more you love him, the better you become. The more you love him, the more you draw to him, the more prosperous you become. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me just mention some secrets. I'm not going to discuss them. Hallelujah. I want you to understand the first one is God. Number two is wisdom. And you know, this drawing to God will bring these things. Do you understand now? The wisdom of God. Wisdom is the principal thing. In all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom is key. The other one is vision. What do you, what have you seen about yourself? What's your dream? Have you caught what God wants you to become? I'm not talking of ambition. What God wired you for? In drawing close to God, you'll be able to understand. There are so many things about each of these. So that's why I said, the other one is the secret of warfare. Since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence will take it by force. There is the force of faith. There is the force of righteousness. There is the force of prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. You have to understand. He says in Psalm 66 verse 3, he said to God, I'll tell you that through the greatness of your power, your enemies will submit themselves unto you. The devil does not understand round table conference. The only language he has, he understands is violence. And he says, Satan, thou art bound. Who art thou, O great mountain before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt be made a plain. The language of violence. Spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. And then you are just going to be basking in the euphoria of God's glory. Then the covenant is a platform. While in Goshen there was abundance, money failed in Egypt. In the same nation. What's the difference? The covenant. You have to understand the terms of the covenant in order to get all that God has in stock for you. Number six, you need favor. A day of favor with God is more than a year of labor. So you have to understand the secret of favor. He says, God is a son and a sheep. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. He says, and with favor will he encompass me as with a shield. Favor is what makes men not to reject you. They say, no, we are, the, the counter is closing. But you come and say, okay, now you come, you come. They take you from the back and bring you to the front. That is favor. Hallelujah. Number seven, hard work. And this kind of hard work is by God. Amen. We are not saying don't be, don't work. Oh. I hope you understand now. <laughs> there is work and there is work. Do you understand now? He says, see that a man diligent in his business. He will stand before kings. He will not stand before me men. You are not presumptuous. You are not lazy. Number eight, you have to understand the place of helpers of destiny. The world is a carbon circle. Hallelujah. Helpers of destiny. They will stand. They are the ladders for you to go up. And they will remain there. They will never remove themselves until you are up. Helpers of destiny. Hallelujah. Do you know Uzzah had helper of destiny? Zechariah was one. You need helpers of destiny. Number nine. 
time management. I'm not so cool. Don't waste all your life talking and talking. Some people will say, I just called to say hello to you. What hello? <laughs> I just came to come and play with you. Why are you playing? Why are you so I do? Playing. Time is life. In business world, time is money. Every minute you waste is life is money. Praise God. Number 10, control your tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue. When you understand this secret, you know what you say. And you know what you don't say. You tame your tongue. There will be occasions when the tongue wants to say how it feels. <laughs> it's like everything is failing. And you say, no, I won't say it. Sometimes ago, I was supposed to, to, to board a plane. But it was the time the time changed. I didn't know that the time had moved forward. So I was looking at it as so. And I was behind by an hour or two. And I was going from Abbeywood to Itro. And as we were going, the thing was saying, you better tell them to give you the key. You are not going to join that flight. Please learn to padlock your mouth when you shouldn't speak. Self-control. But I, I, I held myself. And I refused to ask for key. When I, I dropped, I got to the uh, Paddington station to take a train that would go to Itro Strait. And then as I got there, one went. I said, yes. The thing said, you have missed it. You know, I told you. And then I asked her, well, when next is it coming? He said, another 15, 20 minutes. If it came 20 minutes after, I could not have made it. But that is the word of man. Under two minutes, another one came. But I still control my mouth. Hallelujah. I saw another one came and entered. And we got to Hitro. I was rushing. And something said to me, once you get there, just go and tell them. You are going late. Go and tell them. And immediately I got there, I saw a white lady. Yes, I'm joining this place. So yes, come. Took me. Checked me in. And then when I sat, I said, oh, really? Satan, you have lost. <laughs> if you don't know how to control your tongue, once you learn credence, once you open your mouth and say it, it's finished. I will never forget that secret. Hallelujah. Let me just give you two more. Worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Worship, praise, thanksgiving. Hallelujah. I think we stop at that. The Lord will change your lot. The ball is in your cup. Your destiny is in your hand. What you have had today, everyone under this meeting. That's why the Bible says the same fruit, I mean the same seed on the same, you understand? The ground determined the difference. 30 fold, some became dried up, some birds of the air came and took them, and some brought 100 fold. What you do with it in another one year, and you'll be able to look back and say, This is true. I receive grace for you this day. To do that which is right. Can we bow our heads in prayer?